You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This show is brought to you by K Jewelers. Listen up, NFL fans. K just dropped a collection of officially licensed NFL jewelry. Shop your favorite team in the True Fans Fine Jewelry Collection at K.com slash truefans. Gear up for the season and celebrate the love of the game with K. Wounded Warrior Project is working to foster the most successful generation of veterans in our nation's history. One of the ways they do that is through adaptive sports. Veterans are some of the most resilient people on the planet. It's not about what you can't do after experiencing injury or illness. It's about tapping into what you can do. Learn more about how Wounded Warrior Project's adaptive sports programs are changing lives at www.woundedwarriorproject.org sports. This is a podcast from Minute Media. It's about to go. The Buffalo Nerds Sports Podcast Where we talk history of the game numbers and stats And each week we highlight a charity that's doing good If you haven't subscribed yet, then you should Because I'm this, 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 this the, the real deal And you know I gotta shout out the Buffalo Bills Turn it up to the max, sit back and relax This the Buffalo Nerds Sports Podcast Let go! Hey, what is up, Bills Mafia? Welcome in to another episode of the Buffalo Nerd. This is your home for Buffalo Bills football with a charity on top. Brought to you by Minute Media and Fansided. This is going to be the week 11 preview show. We're going to break down the Colts and the Bills showdown this coming Sunday. Uh, it's going to be a good one. It's going to mean a lot. Uh, this is a kind of looks and feels like a must win type of situation. Uh, the way the AFC is playing out right now. Uh, we just watched New England go ahead and get a victory last night over Atlanta. And so uh, the AFC East is definitely tight and this is going to be one that we need to win. Uh, but before we get into all the uh, football and breaking down the game this week, like we do every week, uh, we are going to highlight a charity on the show again. And this week it is Bunkers in Baghdad. So pretty cool organization. Uh, they've been around for about 13 years now. Uh, and basically what they do is they take uh, new and used, uh, you know, golf gear and uh, they ship it to troops all around the world. Um, you know, so uh, the guys that are in gals that are out there uh, serving in the desert, uh, they get to set up like uh, they send them driving range mats, um, you know, all sorts of different things like that. 
that basically gives them a little something to do in their free time. Right. You know, so uh, I know it's getting close to the uh, end of golf season there in the Buffalo area. So uh, if you got any old gear, uh, anything like that, that you're going to plan on getting rid of, um, you should go ahead and check these guys out. Uh, they're right there in the Buffalo area. So you're in your backyard and uh, it's bunkers and And uh, basically they also help out the wounded warriors program. You know, they give uh, gear and stuff to any of the uh, veterans here in the United States that, you know, have been injured and, you know, are looking to get into the game of golf, get some, some gear, get some going, uh, get some, you know, kind of out there and, uh, moving again. So pretty cool organization. Uh, they've been doing it for a little while now. So I encourage everybody to go over there to uh, bunkersandbagdad.com and check them out. And if you got some gear, you know where to send it. Now, we just watched New England last night and we're hearing it everywhere and everything else that they're back. They're going to win the AFC East. They're better than the Bills. Their defense is better than the Bills. All this other stuff, right? So that's kind of whatever, because I mean, Dallas whomped on Atlanta the week before. So I'm not really stunned to see that the new England defense shut them down because they are a good defense. But before we get to even them, this showdown with the Colts this week becomes huge. Uh, this was a team that came into Buffalo last year in the playoffs and, you know, took it right to the end with us. Obviously different situations, different teams, really even, you know, different quarterback for the Colts, no Phillip rivers. You got Carson Wentz back there now, uh, you know, and he's, he's having a good season. And most of that is due to the fact that Jonathan Taylor is all world running back. Uh, and so we're going to definitely have our hands full and this kind of kicks off what is going to be a very, very tough stretch. Um, you know, uh, six games here. Um, and it's, it's not necessarily all that it's like great teams or anything like that, but the way it kind of is going to play out Colts short week heading to new Orleans and playing on Thursday on the Thanksgiving. I mean, it's going to be a tough atmosphere to go into whether it's a, you know, the D, the team's not playing that great right now down there, but it's still going to be a tough atmosphere to go into. And then you're going to turn around and have a little bit of a long wait before you have the big showdown with new England on Monday night. Then you got the showdown with Brady and the Panthers are, they're not a terrible football team. You know, they're going to give you a challenge too. good thing. It'll be at home. Um, and you know, Cam will be the quarterback and we've had some success against him. Um, but, and then it's right back to new England again. So these next six weeks are, are truly going to map out where this team is going to end, you know, at the end of the season here. And it's basically going to be starting with this game this week because the Colts are a competent football team. Now they're on a nice little run, but if you go and look at it, they haven't, you know, necessarily beat anybody all world. Um, they've taken some good teams kind of to down to the wire in Tennessee. You know, they played them tight, but they've got wins against San Francisco, who's been beat up all year, you know, and they've beat Houston. They've got, you know, wins against Miami and things like that. So it's, it's not necessarily they've been beating everybody down. They played the Jets, you know, so they've just played Jacksonville this last week. Now a team that beat us. So it's going to be interesting. Uh, looking at the injury report last I saw, it looks like most of their defense is going to be there. Uh, it looked like everybody got in full practices, maybe limited on the corners and stuff. So offensively for, you know, kind of the Bills, uh, it, you know, obviously with the Spencer Brown news, um, that's a big hit. You know, I've been, I've been talking up that kind of rotation of offensive line since Kansas city saying that that was the offensive line that we need, uh, you know, to move forward and to be successful. And it was proven again, you know, this last week, it just looked better when he was in there, everything about the offensive line looked better. And now we're going to find ourselves in the situation again, where he's out 
and we have not done well without him. And now we're looking at Cody Ford again. Um, you know, I, I'm hoping that's not the plan, but something tells me that they like him and they continue to try to make him work that they might just plug him right back into guard and move Williams back outside. But I'm really hoping that's not the case because it hasn't looked good. Um, at this point, I would rather move Williams inside and give Bates a shot outside, you know, give somebody else a shot on the outside. At this point, even put Ford out on the outside because putting him on inside at right guard, it just doesn't work. We got the, the news today. Bobby Hart's back. Also, not great news. Um, so, and I just feel like at this point, um, you know, we've been keeping Bates around for a couple seasons now that maybe it's time that he just he gets a shot out there at tackle and we keep Williams inside or, I mean, try somebody else on the left side and move Botger over. Uh, I, he's, he's done well. Uh, I think he could transition over to the other side and be a, more of a support and maybe protect the other guy, you know, with Dawkins a little bit, but it, this is going to boil down to really game plan. Because without him, they, they can't try to do what they did this last time when he was out and Jacksonville ate us up. They just, you can't do that. There's got to be quick passes. Something's got to give. Uh, we'll see Knox is back. So he is the game changer. That's one piece that's going to probably help us. Um, but this feels like it's just going to be 100%. We're going to have to game plan successfully and different for this. Um, you know, And probably try to establish the run a little bit early or at least get them on their heels and pushing forward early because this offensive line has been handled, handled without Spencer Brown in the lineup. And anytime we've tried to plug anybody else in at right guard, uh, it just hasn't been good. So I feel like that's got to be what happens. I mean, you, you can't not let Diggs try to eat again. Uh, I understand this is a completely better back end than what we just, you know, faced against the Jets. But uh, it looks like on the injury report, both of their corners are, you know, they're a little banged up. So, um, and Xavier Howard's good. Um, but he's not Stefan Diggs stopping good, like just shutting him out of a game. So really keep with that. I'm expecting a little bit of uh, Cole Beasley to kind of pick things back up you know, this week and uh, hopefully have some success, uh, you know, in the slot and work in this because looks like Leonard will be in there. Uh, Buckner, I think, got full practice in today. So most of the things are looking pretty good for them right now at this point. Uh, but offensively, it's got to be it's got to be successful. We're going to have to keep the ball and keep moving. We, we Last week, we had a lot of big, huge plays. I'm going to guess the Colts are going to go ahead and try to make a big point to not let that happen this week. So if that's going to be the case, then we absolutely need to make sure that we're prepared to hit underneath and we're ready to run after the catch or we're going to have to get a nice little running game going. Um, expect probably Isaiah McKenzie to make a little bit more of an impact. Uh, Brita, you know... <laughs> We talked about it, you know, coming out of the last game, uh, you know, against the Jets before we even started that, that Brita's speed is a little bit different. And it looks good. So maybe just getting him actually into this lineup again, more eight, more than eight touches maybe this week and just seeing if his speed could also help this offensive line. But it all boils down to the, the QB one either way. If the O-line cannot stand up, he's going to have to make the right decisions at the right moments and it's just going to have to be on his shoulders again. You know, we'll see if hero Josh tries to come out. Um, I'm going to hope that it doesn't uh, really hope that it doesn't get to that situation at all. The Colts are winning a lot of games, but like I mentioned, it hasn't been great opponents. So I still have a lot of faith that this offense could come out and just kind of bulldoze this team if they really wanted to, but it, it's a hundred percent on the offensive line. 
the running backs don't really stand a chance when the offensive line is playing poorly. We've seen that, uh, you know, so hopefully whether that's Dawson Knox is back and he can just assist on the right side with blocking, if that's what it comes down to, uh, you know, something's going to have to give this week. So it's going to be interesting to see what Dable does because last time he didn't have an answer in the Colts in the playoffs this last year. I mean, they kind of know what you're going to try to do to them. So I feel like it's got to be a completely different setup and it looks like there's probably going to be some weather, um, you know, so that might actually damper this running game a little bit while on the other side of the ball, their offense goes through their running back and uh, he looks very, very good this year. Uh, like I mentioned at the top, he's, he's all world right now. I mean, I believe it's seven consecutive games. He's been over 100 scrimmage yards. Um, that's that's good stuff. He's scoring touchdowns. Uh, he's tough to take down. He's got the speed if he finds the hole. So their offense is you know very much of what it was last year. Uh, I don't think they're really going to change their game plan of what they try to do to us. They're just kind of going to try to beat us. I mean, I felt like last year when they came in, Naheem Hines is a, a great you know number two option, and he was shut down. So. It's going to be a hundred percent on the bills when we're on offense to maintain no three and outs, keep it simple and just keep moving because they're going to try to run it out. They're going to try to keep us off the field. They're going to try to do what they're very good at and that slow things down. And we don't necessarily respond well when that takes place. So this offense just needs to grind if that's what it takes. Dink and dunk if that's what it takes. Um, go for the big shot. I know we're, he's Josh is all about it right now and he's he should be. He's doing it at a very high level. But the other piece of this is that we actually need to keep the ball out of Jonathan Taylor's hands as well. And their offensive line is, you know, probably considerably better than what ours is right now. Uh, Quentin Nelson's a great player. Um, you know, they've, they're just pretty decent on that offensive line. So this defense of ours that's been just playing, you know, pretty much lights out at this point is going to have to truly step up again. Um, we'll see what's happening. Tremont is right now it is questionable for the weekend. Um, that might be okay. Uh, you know, I, it's not that I don't want Edmonds in there because he's a great player, but this might fit a little bit more of Klein's style of coming down in and making the tackle in the backfield. Not that Edmonds can't do that, but we tend to just kind of do that more when Klein is on the field. So hopefully he's out there though. And uh, there's more of a rotation because I'd like to see Klein's energy out there, you know, getting after it a little bit too. And with the hamstring, you never know. The back end, uh, you know, I, I'm not really overly concerned. I mean, Pittman is a great, great, I don't know if great is necessarily the right word, but he's a quality wide receiver in the NFL. So, I mean, for me, Hilton should be back, right? He's, it's T.Y. Hilton. He can make plays. He's in the NFL. He's a veteran player. He's older though. You got Pascal. Um, you know, so Hines is kind of that other, that other guy that's their speed option that you kind of need moving and grooving. So, the back end, I'm not overly concerned and everybody's back and everybody's there and everybody's healthy. They're coming off a five interception game. Uh, you know, Carson Wentz has not thrown many interceptions this year. I think he's at three, uh, like 17 touchdowns, three interceptions or so. So uh, he's, he's, he's taking care of the football. You know, he's not going to be the guy that's trying to push it down the field all the time. So this is, you know, a play action offense again, you know, something that we, we really struggled against Tennessee with, uh, you know, was the linebackers were having trouble with the depth on that play action. So this is going to be interesting to see if the defense can hold up and not really try to be 
too aggressive when getting towards the and biting on that play action to stop Jonathan Taylor because it, it could really be a problem again if you know that stuff starts to take place. But besides that, not that Jonathan Taylor is just that, but when you look at this team, it is very it feels very much I think they're averaging like two point oh three points or something per time, you know, every time they touch the ball. You know, they're not like putting up a ton of yards. You know, they started the season 0 and three against good football teams. So it just kind of begs the question at this point that maybe just this defense is the right defense to show us where they're truly at. Uh, special teams side of things. It doesn't, uh, you know, the bass man will do the bass things that we need him to do. Um, you know, there's all in all, it feels probably pretty, pretty close on that side of things. Um, the Colts have a very good kicker as well. Uh, punting. I think both teams are kind of in the same situation. So the return game, you know, absolutely could play a big part in this. And the last time we played a team that really kind of was putting it to us in Jacksonville, uh, the special teams did had one of their best games and they were giving us great field position and they had some success in the playoff game, you know, on special teams as well against the Colts last year. So it may very well just come down to a big special teams play or something like that. And the defense just being which I don't think Leslie Frazier is going to go crazy. I think he's going to just let the guys do their thing, sit back, come at him every once in a while. So this really feels like it's that type of game that special teams could be the difference maker um, when it's all said and done. Overall score, I, I don't really know. I feel like we're still going to be able to put up 30 some odd points against this team. It like their defense, I, I know they're good and they're playing well right now, but the offenses of that, that they've been kind of stopping. I mean, they gave up 30 some odd points to, you know, Tennessee the other night, which we've done the same, but I feel like offensively we're in that same category as that football team, if not better. I mean, we're averaging, you know, close to 40 some odd points a game. So I feel like we're going to be in that 30 range and I, I'm, I'm not finding a way for them to necessarily get themselves over the 21 point range, you know, somewhere around in there. Um, I'm not going to feel like this is a team that we're going to shut out. I think Jonathan Taylor will give them, you know, plenty of opportunity to get down the field on us, unfortunately. Um, And we better tackle, you know, we've done well with that, but realistically, if we can keep them to about 20 points in this game, I think the offense is going to have it figured out this week. Dable is just like, I don't know. They've got to just let the guys, let the big time players play and do their thing. It feels like sometimes we try to just like pick the one guy that's going to be the guy that's going to kind of tear a team up that week. Um, you know, kind of that Cole Beasley coming out, you know, when he's injured against Jacksonville, looking like he was the guy. And it was like, why was he the the plan of attack? The plan of attack should be spreading them thin, making them go side to sideline, the sideline, you know, and see where these cornerbacks are at. They're both banged up and you've got great wide receivers on the other side. So I still think that this is going to end up somehow we're going to look better than we probably should at this point, but I think it's mostly just because of the Colts might not be as good as they're playing right now, but it's also an AFC game. It means a lot to them. They're at five and five. They're in a division with Tennessee who's only got a couple losses. So their division hopes are, dwindling so their shot in is going to be in as a wild card and games like this are going to matter because these are this is a team that very well if things start to fall apart in this stretch could be in a wild card hunt as well 
So keeping wins in the AFC is going to be important and they're going to try to come in here and hurt us in our own building and, you know, make that happen. It shouldn't. It won't. I feel like we're, we're, we're in the right place to actually get this done, but I'm not going to go into it. Like there's no chance that they couldn't beat us. You know, one, one bad day of tackling, uh, which the defense hasn't had yet, but one bad day of tackling and we could be in trouble. And this is a dangerous week for that when they have two good running backs that, you know, one is very shifty and gets you in the passing game. Who's going to be one-on-one with linebackers a lot. And then Jonathan Taylor is just a really good running back. And when he gets ahead of steam or even just gets a crevice, he can make a ton of steam and he can be 60 yards down the field before you know it. So tackling huge importance this week again. But the Buffalo Bills should come out of this a victor, getting ready to go into a, an, another game that should be a s- sensationally fun game. If anything else, it should just be a super fun game going down to uh, New England and getting to play on Turkey Day. But you're not going to have fun going into that game with a loss because then the pressure is going to start to mount. You know, Then you're going to go into New Orleans with the possibility of a loss coming out of there. And then you've got the big showdown with the Patriots on Monday night football, you know, so this, this game means a lot. Uh, The team looked incredibly focused last week after the debacle in Jacksonville. Uh, So hopefully they're that same way this week. Uh, It feels like the room has been humbled a couple more times this season than they were hoping to have been. And I'm I'm really hoping that that kind of just filters into this team is not going to come in here and beat us in our own building. All the stuff from, you know, all the beat reporters, everybody so far this week has been everything looks good. Everybody's working, you know, putting in the work and things are going well. So that's all we can pretty much kind of really go off of at this point as far as how they're feeling coming into this. Uh, Coach McDermott's presser today, you know, calm, cool, uh, you know, not really giving anything away. Kind of said one thing a little bit to kind of me think that Traymond may, may not be available for this one. Um, but uh, when he was commenting on Klein a little bit there, um, but this is a big game. Uh, the mafia needs to be loud. Uh, they need to be there. The weather's probably going to be in effect and uh, hopefully that's going to benefit us as well. But this is the NFL guys play indoors, outdoors. So it's, it's not like it's, this indoor team's never been outside. Carson Wentz was in Philadelphia before he was there. So he's played in all sorts of weather. Jonathan Taylor played at Wisconsin. So these, these guys are going to be ready to play in whatever kind of weather comes their way. But what needs to really come their way is an incredibly tough defensive front to let them know, you know, another big week out of Ed Oliver would be sensational, you know, keeping the edges, you know, try to make them beat us up the middle and see what happens. Keep a nice shell, work hard, grind all day. And this should be a Buffalo Bills win. Josh Allen comes out and performs. Uh, I'm guessing two plus touchdowns, you know, and we might see him get one in rushing. Um, but this this should be a good football game. But I, I want to see the Bills by 10 at the end of it when it's all said and done. But that's going to do it this week for the uh, week 11 preview show. We're going to be kind of mixing it up towards the second half of the season here as we're coming into the final run. We're going to start bringing, uh, doing a lot of solo stuff and then bringing in a couple of folks here and there from the Buffalo sports community, just kind of checking in, uh, getting to their people's opinions, you know, still be hitting up all of the different charities throughout the process as well, though. So make sure you guys are checking out all that stuff. And again, this week, if you guys uh, missed it earlier, bunkers and Baghdad.com, a very cool organization. You can head over there and check them out. 
make sure you guys are also heading over to buffalolowdown.com. You know, Aaron and Steven and Brandon and all those guys are putting in a lot of good work. Got articles coming out daily. You guys can get a little extra bill stuff from some more mafia members. And then, of course, everything I'm up to, you guys can find over at the buffalonerd.com. And, of course, go Bills. You just listen to the Buffalo Nerd Sports Podcast. Make sure you leave a review and subscribe so you never miss another episode. We'll see you next time. Leg out. Hi, I'm Michaela from Columbus, and I would absolutely recommend 3C. Because the accident wasn't my fault, 3C stepped in to handle the other person's insurance company, so I didn't have to do a thing. While they were fixing up my bumper, they actually fixed up a few of the scratches that were there, and now it looks brand new. I would totally recommend 3C to my friends and family, and I have been. (laughs) 3C Body Shop. The finest in collision repair. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.